Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. It's、uh, Jesse here today,、uh, Italy. And.、Um, Just wanted to give a quick update here from、uh, one of our 10 day email updates that we send out roughly every 10 days from the mission field for our supporters back in the States.、Uh, just to give everybody a, a glimpse of what's going on here, keep them engaged in what's happening, able to pray with us for specific things,、uh, things that、um, actually need prayer.、Uh, we find that it's helpful for our prayer supporters to not just pray、uh, in generic. Uh, vaguely, for what's going on in Italy.、Uh, we know from our experience,、uh, if we don't have specific things to pray about, we often either forget to pray entirely or just very vague and not effective kind of prayers. But when you know exactly what's going on, or at least have a better glimpse into what's going on, you can pray more specifically、uh, for God to work. And we believe strongly that the Lord does strongly desire His people to be united in prayer,、uh, together praying for certain things. And、uh, He's pleased when we do that. We see that throughout、uh, the book of Acts,、uh, the apostles, the new believers gathering together for extended periods of time, even to pray. And、uh, at times, literally,、uh, foundations have been shaken because of that.、Uh, great things have happened that have exalted Jesus Christ as Lord,、uh, given concrete evidence to the proclamation of the gospel.、Uh, and it still happens today, I believe, in certain, certain sense, like that.、Uh, as we pray, Literally, perhaps not literally, but foundations of people's lives get shaken, and uh, uh, a new keenness, awareness of the reality of the gospel message becomes real to them.、Uh, hearts get miraculously transformed、uh, from dead to life. People are brought.、Uh, great things can happen. So, anyway, these um, short uh, 10 day updates help people to stay engaged prayerfully in what we're doing here. Also, to catch a vision of what is going on, be encouraged, be exhorted in their own walk、uh, as they follow Jesus Christ. And to learn of different ways they're getting involved.、Uh, so, to keep this brief today, I'm just going to go ahead. I got my computer open here, <clears throat> looking at the 10 day update. I'm going to read a couple things, maybe expound a little bit, give some light to that. And,、uh, and then you can listen to it if you don't have a chance to read it、uh, while you're driving or while you're doing whatever you do.、Uh, this can be something you listen to. And,、uh, Lord willing, if it goes smooth and easy enough for us, we'll, we'll continue to do this as we send out these 10 day updates, which we dedicate 40 minutes to no more when we do this. Uh, to send them out because we know we have a lot of other things to do. We can't get caught up in sending out updates all the time. But、uh, again, seeing the blessing and the, the, the power of prayer and the importance of people being engaged,、uh, it's worth 40 minutes for us to put those together. And something we can do real quick a couple photos, a couple updates, prayer requests, things like that, and send it out. Boom.、Uh, this is another way, though, for people to be able to hear it, which only takes me a few minutes to turn on a mic, record, and then send it away. Uh, so here it is. God bless you guys, and I、uh, hope this is encouraging. So here we say a quick update. It's, it's the title of the email, our update. A 10 day quick update from Italy included here is、uh, we, it seems that we have our first convert in Mestre City and our five year anniversary.、Uh, so here we actually did, we celebrated five years of marriage now. Seems like just a day, but actually it's been five years, and、uh, we've both changed so drastically in that period of time. It's unbelievable. And here we state、uh, we are in awe of how the Lord, the sovereign Lord, directed our steps towards one another. In his timing and grace.、Uh, literally, I came from west side, from the United States. My wife is from the east, over in the Philippines, the other side of the world. We met somewhere in the middle, Italy,、uh, by God's grace, at an evangelical conference.、Uh, 
that I was helping to host back with Saints Equipped Evangelize. Wonderful time, great people, Lord Jesus, Philippine Fellowship, wonderful church body spread throughout Italy. I think 13 churches now in Italy. True work of the Holy Spirit, amazing. Uh, but we met there in his timing, a wonderful thing. And we remembered our wedding day this past weekend, how the small church family of Reggio Calabria made it all happen for us. Everyone giving a helping hand to make it small but sweet and heartfelt day in God's presence. Uh, and then I also stayed here. I, Jesse, was a very poor missionary at the time. Still am, but I was really poor then. And I'm grateful for all you supporters who also chipped in to make it all possible. Even Kathleen, I remember you. We remember you. We didn't have money to get Jerry a dress even, and we found a good deal on one, a good price, and she actually contributed to that to, to make it us able to buy it, which is phenomenal. Um, so the wedding was not your typical wedding. Uh, most people in America would not even consider this a wedding in the sense we we're just a small number of people uh, put together real quick kind of thing uh, in a tiny little church, which uh, nothing beauty or special about It's actually an old store that was converted into a functional church facility. Um, but everybody chipped in, decorated, made it nice, flowers, decorations, everybody, the food. We didn't have some major catering kind of thing. What do we have? Everybody, and most of the people there were Filipinos, everybody made something and brought it. It was like a giant potluck dinner, uh, agape dinner or something like that. Uh, but it was phenomenal. The entire day, Filipino style, we went from 9 in the morning, I think, to uh, 10, 11 at night. <laughs> Extremely long wedding ceremony, but fantastic, great time, simple. I was always afraid of the day getting married because I personally don't like attention. But when the day came, it was just so right, so perfect, so natural. Such a blessing. And we remember that day, we looked at some photos friends of ours who took photos for us we didn't have a photographer we had friends who are good at photography and do photography but aren't making a living doing it they took our photos and they're phenomenal great photos we're looking back remembering god's goodness god's grace it was a wonderful day so we're thankful to god for that uh celebrating five years we pray we'll have many more to come also this year we celebrated with uh, little cornelius actually and we even have some photos on this email uh, we went to an american style restaurant had like a hamburger or chicken burger kind of thing and they just enjoyed uh, a big lunch together, something we don't do often, a uh, good lunch. Even got a dessert. So, wonderful time. Good to, good to be there. Cornelius was there. He was having a good time. He was dancing to the music. Yeah, And uh, wonderful. Truly a blessing. Uh, let me read a couple other things here from the mail, from the update. We have some answers to prayers. I'll read these. We received a call from a man named Fabio, Italian man. Uh, we, he called because he got one of our tracks. Uh, we talked, uh, then we met in person, it says here. So first we had a conversation on the phone. He was real excited, curious, what's going on? He's telling me his, his, his situation. He's been looking for the truth for years. Talked to a number of priests. None of them can ever give him the answers he's looking for. He's seeing the contradictions in the Bible. And, uh, and then in the church, things aren't the same. Things are different from what he sees. Uh, and he's troubled, uh, but can't find answers. So curious who we are. Am I a priest? He asked. He said, no, I'm not a priest. I'm what you call uh, missionary, and uh, I have the role of also pastor in a church. Pastors are what we see in the Bible. There are no priests in the New Testament in the, in the church age. Uh, and it's good. He's, even some of the qualifications, I said, for uh, a pastor he doesn't have to be married, but if he is, he should know how to care for his family, raise them well, treat them well. I have only one wife, not multiple wives, these kinds of things. It's good to be married, etc. And he was just mesmerized, not sure what to think, amazed, and wanted to meet. I was about to suggest, why don't we get together and get a coffee? And he said, can we get together? I said, yes, let's get a coffee. We get together for a coffee a few days later with my wife and Cornelius also, and we talked for about two hours. He just had so many questions, one thing after another. We wanted to keep it just an hour, but he was just so excited, so many questions, and finally getting answers. Uh, he just kept going and going, and I was gracious, just gave him more of my time. Uh, but wonderful thing to see what God is doing in his life. He's excited. Uh, he's been heard the gospel now for the first time, understands what it is, what it's not, 
And uh, we exhorted him to continue in this in this new life in Jesus Christ, understanding salvation. And uh, and now we're we're exchanging messages still now. We're going to get together again this Saturday and continue our conversation. So that's an answer to prayer. We didn't tell you to pray for him specifically, but we did ask you to pray for our outreaches, our evangelism efforts. And I believe some of you have been doing that. And this is a result of that. This guy had the courage to call, though he's been seeking truth so long, he didn't give up. And he said, this is a track that says truth. And it says, would you recognize it if you hear it? And if you did recognize it, would you accept it or no? What is truth to you? He said he was really struck by those simple questions and called to find out who we are, what's going on. So that's an answer to prayer. Praise God for that. And that's entirely a work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's never, uh, we're reminded in these days, it never has anything to do with our skill, our techniques, our strategies, none of that. Uh, literally, the salvation and the building of the Lord's church has nothing at all to do with us. It really doesn't. It's all the work of the Holy Spirit from beginning to end, and it's all glory to God alone. The church belongs to Jesus Christ. Wonderful thing. Gives us peace, gives us excitement, gives us zeal, and keeps us humble. I remind all of us today, it has nothing to do with us. It's a phenomenal thing of the Holy Spirit. Another answer to prayer is we thank the Lord for the continued and daily open doors for both of us to evangelize here in Venezia Mestre, Italy. God is giving us open doors and we thank the Lord for that. The big open door is the fact that we're not arrested for evangelizing here in Italy. Uh, We're not being beaten or persecuted. That's the big open door. But the little open door is when we take our two loaves and two fish and five loaves, kind of the little things we do have and make them available to the Lord and do stuff energized by His grace uh, and actually risk ourselves, get out there and labor for the gospel. Uh, he's, he's opening doors for us on a regular basis that we're talking to people, even on the streets, in the coffee bars as we're distributing our, our small tracks and people are calling us. And I mentioned that here, we are still getting more phone calls now than ever from people receiving our new tracks. Praise God. Literally, we're getting calls every day. This has never happened in my nine, ten years of, of evangelism and church planning in Italy. Now we're getting calls every day. It's, it's incredible. Um, so praise God for that. That's truly a work of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Prayer requests now. I ask you guys, we ask you to pray for Fabio, the guy who called and now we're meeting with and is potentially our first convert. Seems like he is. Pray for his wife also. And then he has two young daughters, I think a year and two years old or something like that. Uh, pray for them as a family. We, uh, we're we going to continue to meet with them, Lord willing, and, but pray that the Lord protect them from all the works of the enemy. Pray that his wife's heart will be softened to these realities also. She has not been seeking as eagerly as he has, but he is the head of the family. Pray she would follow after him and also receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Uh, pray for the whole family just to be blessed in, in every way, salvation and just the, the wonderful thing of knowing Jesus Christ and walking with him. And then the second prayer request we have in this update is to continue to pray for the thousands of other people receiving tracts. Literally, uh, we're putting out between 500 and 1,000 a day kind of thing um, every time we go out. Now today, there's rain and fog. Interestingly, in, in Venice, you may not know it, but it's actually a really foggy area on the Laguna, the, the bay, whatever you want to call it. There's just uh, a mist that comes up. There's a constant fog <laughs> certain times of the year. And this time of the year, it's actually rainy and foggy. Pretty good. You can't even see down the street. Uh, so anyway, pray for the thousands of others receiving these tracks that the Holy Spirit saved them. Uh, use this to cause them to start thinking about realities they need to consider. Truth, salvation, whatever it may be. Uh, and then uh, that people will continue to call in and we'll be able to meet with them. Pray thirdly, uh, prayer request here, for courage and boldness in our evangelism and open doors. Uh, you would think after doing it every day, it becomes our occupation. And even like Paul the Apostle, it was his. he was better at it than most people doing it for years and years and years. But he would still ask the people to pray for him. Uh, to be able to speak as he ought to and to have open doors and to do say things the way he should and to be bold and courageous. We need that so much more than he does. We need that definitely. Even if you do it every day, 
evangelism is a scary business. Spiritual things are happening. Uh, some people just want to strangle you and kill you because they hate God. Other people just make fun of you. Other people, you know, entertain you but don't really care. Uh, just being courteous. Uh, other people really want you, but they don't show it. Uh, all kinds of things going on in evangelism. So pray for that courage and boldness to proclaim things as we ought to. And then lastly, we ask you to pray this time that God bless our marriage and that He protect our marriage. Here on the mission field, uh, you got to remember there's almost there's less than 1% evangelicals, very few even missionaries coming here. We are prime targets of the enemy. We have to remind ourselves that. We're in a spiritual warfare, all of us as Christians. But then when you isolate yourselves, put yourselves into the mission field, uh, it's even worse. Your prime targets, your enemies, and uh, you don't want to overthink about it because we need to understand Satan is always in the hands of God. He can't do anything unless God permits him. He's not equal to God. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, us and our marriage is a prime target, and we need uh, we ask you guys to pray for us always in that area, that you protect our marriage, guard us, keep us, and we would flourish even in a dark land. That's the power of the gospel. Uh, and then we also state in this update here, a uh, reminder to everybody, Italy has 60 million people of which less than 1% are evangelical. That's a phenomenal statistic, staggering, terrifying. And uh, we remind you, living in America, we assure you that this is a reality you absolutely cannot fathom unless you actually come to Italy and experience this dark reality for yourself. You can't understand it uh, because there's nothing similar to that in America today. America has had a large influence of the gospel for long time, hundreds of years. Uh, gospel groups, churches, solid churches, good doctrine, a lot of crazy stuff, a lot of bad stuff, but a lot of good stuff. Italy has had none of it. Uh, and today, if you see someone talking on the street about Jesus or, or leaving tracks and mailboxes like we do, the only thing they can think of is, are you a Jehovah Witness? Are you a Mormon? That's all they understand. Very, very lost. They have no idea what even a Protestant church, an evangelical church would look like. They don't even know what it is because they don't exist, basically, still today in Italy. So on that note, we also right here, we invite you, consider, come visit us on the mission field. Have fun here. Come meet us. Have a meal or two with us. Uh, see the area. Meet the people, real Italians, uh, the ones who live in Italy, who are Italian. And, and see firsthand what the Holy Spirit is doing through small and broken vessels, even like us. As dark and scary as it is here, spiritually speaking, God is at work, and the Holy Spirit is saving. Here, we don't consider the masses. We One person at a time is what we look at. Each person counts in Italy. Each person that is drawn to the Father, born again, is valuable. And it's true here because you're not just, when you enter church, you're not a number in the crowd. You are special because till you came, we were just two. Now we're three <laughs> kind of thing. It's very, very few of us. So uh, come and experience it. We invite you. Consider that. Take a trip. Even do a vacation here. But then also stop by and give a helping hand with us evangelizing or hosting dinners and meals uh, and just spend some time with us. Maybe even babysit for us for an hour or two so we can go on a date. It's been who knows how long since we went on one, just the two of us. Whatever you want to do. But think about it. We invite you personally uh, to, to consider a trip to Italy just to see us and see what's going on, see what God is doing. Uh, and we warmly welcome you. And lastly, we have a couple photos here. You have to look to see that. But we have here, Cornelius is now standing, and a picture of the restaurant where we ate for our, our thing. And lastly, we say here, uh, thank you so much for your personal love, prayers, and support. Your participation through generous and sacrificial giving makes all this happen. Uh, it really does. We don't want to ever forget that. We're here, breathing, doing what we do, only because of people who give. Uh, literally, we live by faith. We have, uh, we're entirely dependent on people giving, and churches giving, and committing. Uh, otherwise, we just can't be here. We can't be reaching these people. So thank you guys, really. Continue to give and give more. Uh, and then we close with a verse. We have a verse. We always like to share a verse because uh, it's 
central to everything we do. And the verse we have this week is one that uh, spoke to us during the week before we uh, sent out the update. Hebrews 10.31, it is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Too often we forget that. And here's a couple comments I'll share that I wrote. If you look carefully, you will notice that in our times today, many preachers paint a picture of God focusing only on His attributes like love and mercy. They ignore the preaching of the, quote, whole counsel of God, which is what we're commanded to teach and preach. The whole counsel of God. Love and mercy are important attributes. They all are. All the attributes are important. But we must never forget that God is also wrathful. Knowing and understanding God's just wrath helps us better understand the greatness of His salvation to sinners like us. It makes us better and more grateful and more humble Christians, more Christ-like, we could say. Jesus understood the wrath of God. He said, all who do not believe will perish. The wrath of God is upon all who have not been born again, who are not yet saved. Uh, Too often believers and whole churches get tired of the main point, which is salvation in Jesus Christ, because they have not yet comprehended God's wrath. This ought not be. We should never get tired of the main point, salvation. That should be the focus when we gather. We're saved. We really are. The wrath of God has been taken off of us. Glory to God. What a wonderful thing. We don't deserve it. We didn't earn it, but He gave it freely. He chose us out of the masses. Wow. We should be in awe constantly of God's salvation. Grateful to be saved from His own wrath. Not just our sins, and this world and the enemy, but saved from God himself, from his wrath, his just wrath, which he has to be wrathful. Uh, If he was not wrathful, if he was not just, uh, his love would not be so great. Uh, But he is perfect love, infinite love, and so it's also just and right that he's wrathful and condemns sin. Uh, Glory to God. Lastly, we have here the PMC logo, and then it says, remind everybody, like Jesus driven to his cross, so we drive ourselves to this singular time. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.